Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Under the Bleachers, we're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, the half of it, a 2020 movie that I think a lot of us watched during pandemic. Is that right? Did it come out during pandemic? Uh, but first, Jane and I had a very, <laughs> a very timely discussion about um, a show that we've been watching, uh, Cruel Summer, which I know we usually talk about at the end of this episode, but... Um, uh, Jane, what's your what was your take on the on the episode developments of this teen show of this teen mystery? Well, my thoughts is what I sent to you, which is at first I was like, this is a mystery, a thriller about girls getting, you know, you know, locked up in a room. Um, but now <laughs> it's sort of more of a drama. Fa- there's sort of more of family drama than I expected, and it's just a little. It's not as exciting. Yeah, and then the other issue is that like the most recent episode was just like one long episode about the girl who gets kidnapped, and I was just like, this is a PSA about grooming, and like, wasn't there like a whole show? A teacher like did that whole series mini series, um, a teacher, an education, a teacher, a teacher. Okay. Um. It's like the type of pizza. A but, pizza. Yeah, a but teacher. I was like, we already know about grooming. We, like, heard about grooming. Yeah, we've learned about this. We all get it. <laughs> okay. Also, I think there's another show about grooming, and I tried to look it up, and I couldn't. And it, then what yeah. I was saying is that the, it's just grooming is sort of like the trendy taboo topic. And before it was Munch Munchausen. I don't know how to say that word. Munchausen and Munchausen by proxy. You know? <laughs> yes, I agree. You also said it's kind of like Froyo, cupcakes, donuts, etc. And I was like, what? <laughs> and you're like, you got to get in early. Yeah, those are the food trends. <laughs> and for people to care about yours, you kind of have to be in like the early. Uh, you have to be in the first wave to use, you know, the next um, jargon. The next uh, child or teen um, trend in film should be my favorite news story of the last five years, which is the Thai boys in the cave. Mm. I'm done. I'm done with girls in the room. I'm, I'm, I really need to see the (laughs) HBO boys in the cave. (laughs) Oh, also we, we just also all finished, uh, take, uh, LSD outdoors with hot girls. AKA. Oh, right. Right. That's the Lord. That's the other. They do it in midsummer. Mm -hmm. They, they take hallucinogenics in one of the teen movies we've done. And then Lord, recently uh has that vibe in her new video which i actually really love um i'm not shitting on her i just do think it's very timely does Um, harry styles watermelon sugar video also have that aspect i don't know i'm like i kind of like that video but i'm also afraid of harry styles i think he's very attractive but i also think his eyes like say cocaine like really loudly and like i can't i can't do it um but he he i think a lot of i think a lot of teens I think a lot of teens and like artsy like people like him because oh he, yeah he's a he went from like brand yeah he went from like being just like a regular boy band type guy to like I don't know having a mustache <laughs> yeah speaking That's of art progression there. speaking of artsy people you should introduce our cat okay perfect Sagan Chen is a non-binary Chinese American filmmaker and theater artist. 
They're hoping that you find anything they say here funny. Please let them know. Really, you can do that. DM them on Instagram. Hello. Wow, I didn't realize I'd have to directly follow that really desperado plea. So now (laughs) I'm like, yes, that is me. And I did just write that. Sagan, you were you were um, in the chat signaling that we left something out. Very important, important part of like the Harry Styles like ethos uh, trajectory. Yeah, Wikipedia article section, um, which is that he is dating, married to dating, dating Olivia Wilde. Um, I was a fan of Olivia Wilde in her previous relationship. Is that basic? It's not basic. I've met them. They're they were seemingly chill people. Wait, please explain. uh, Jason Sudeik or yeah, yeah. What was the scenario? I feel like I did. You set them up? Yes. Did you break them up? Also, yes. Uh, (laughs) I get a cut of Harry's. You know. Watermelon yes, sugar. publicity stunts and everything, so. <laughs> what is Olivia, like, is she very beautiful? In, I mean. Jane! Olivia Wilde? I mean, like, how beautiful is she? I think she's very beautiful. Is how she? beautiful is wow. she? On a scale of one to ten, you gotta. Also, didn't she, didn't she just do Booksmart? Like, that's like her. I mean, she's gorgeous. Wait, no, Booksmart. I need to know Booksmart more is, about you meeting it, them. It's not, the, the story's not fun. I think what's more fun is me just being like, and saying nothing Sagan is doing some very like like timid and adorable side eye like hello yeah no I know this is an an aural medium okay I know I tried to use it to the best of it you apparently didn't like it so now you're narrating what I (laughs) oh my gosh Sagan okay we ask every guest on this show what type of teen were you? Like, uh, <laughs> take that as you will. I was doing a lot of, I was that kid doing a lot of ex- extracurriculars. Um, but I also weirdly, and please do not ask any further, was having a lot of sex. <laughs> <laughs> Brag? Not easy we- though, because. <laughs> I don't yeah I mean sure we've definitely had the answer of like doing a lot of activities before um shout out uh chef Kevin but um but I don't think he had the the other part yeah <laughs> the sex part <laughs> or he wasn't an idiot and didn't tell you yeah. like <laughs> no that that is a certified type of teen I I think like well Jane and I talk about a lot like um a lot of these teen movies that are made by people who are older than us uh think that like people do one main extracurricular in high school when in fact it seemed like when we were in high school everyone was like you got to do like eight i was also in and i know people disagree on this they disagree on like what the student council is called like what because mm. for we what do you mean they disagree? Well, people call it different things like some people call it student council some people call it what did you guys call it student I think student council. This, I think we call it student oh. council. Or student government. Yeah. Maybe student government. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Student like government. Student, well. To make it sound cooler. Because mm. we had student council, which we called Stuco. <laughs> um, oh, my God. <laughs> but then we also. That I, that I disagree with. 
We also have. Are like, you a New York uh, area? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we also had though, like, um, like a mock, <laughs> a mock government at the state level for high schoolers. I think this is common. I'm not entirely sure. Yes, mock yes, trial yes. I and think... mock Congress and, and mm. stuff, right? I don't know what you call it. Yeah. That's what I call the real government. <laughs> a mockery. <laughs> okay. Bunch of high schoolers. <laughs> okay. Being like, objection, your honor. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sagan, this was also a rewatch for you, right? For this movie? Yes, I rewatched it uh partially the day before yesterday and today it's okay (laughs) (laughs) um what what was like what was the first time you watched it was it pandemic um, right when it came out right when it came out i mean come on (laughs) no explanation no explanation needed Teen movie, Asian Asian American protagonist. Yeah, um, I specifically Chinese American. Yes, um, Jane, we didn't watch this together, but um, when did you watch this? And for some reason, it's linked with you. I I swear I to God didn't that we, watch it with you. <laughs> I swear to God that we we at least exchanged the trailer of it, and maybe you know what we were gonna virtually watch it together, but we did not. Because oh, yeah. this is very much up our alley of like teens longing, queer longing, Asian, artsy, <laughs> uh, another adjective. Um, I did I did remember thinking like the trailer seems good, but like too long. And I was like scared that it would be bad because you can't really tell sometimes from the trailer. And yeah, so it was a rewatch for me. Yeah. What about you? Oh, so yes, it was for you. Yes, I um I. My parents also have watched this, and a lot of people have been, a lot of the fans have been asking for us to do this movie, because a lot of people watched it in pandemic, and it gave people, like, tender feelings over the pandemic, I think, is, like, why a lot of people liked it, too. Um, That and Tiger King. Yeah. (laughs) You just pair it with Tiger King. That's around the same time, yeah. Um, I didn't really know a lot about the filmmaker. I didn't, first of all, I didn't know that this wasn't based on a YA book because like virtually like 99% of the content we do on this show I feel like is just based on some YA book and then they're like immediately make it put it on screen um so it's 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 pretty cool and like refreshing to know that it's a filmmaker who wrote this script and was like this is the story I want to tell um it's go ahead also though like even sort of less fresh in a way yeah right (laughs) that's what i thought too i was like sometimes i would be like did this happen in the book and then when i found out i was like oh wait (laughs) it's set in a very particular area which which leads i think that's what you're you're referencing some of the things that happen feel um beyond or behind us is that what you're saying no, I'm talking about the fact that it's like a vague Cyrano de Bergerac adaptation. Oh, okay. Is that anything is, is any piece of is any new teen movie on Netflix not a Cyrano de Bergerac adaptation? <laughs> like And they even employ the same actor. When I saw it, I was like, wait a second, <laughs> we've been here before. The guy is from from Sierra Burgess's loser. Which guy? Trig. 
Trig is in Sierra Burgess? Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't look that up. I was just like, I I was just Googling the other people, but I forgot that. I have my seven and a half page double space (laughs) times new Roman term paper. Was I not supposed to write that? Hell (laughs) yeah. Actually, my laptop died yesterday, so I'm going off of handwritten notes, which is really bizarre. Yeah. Does does your essay um, explain the name Trig? (laughs) For those who are. What's Trig a nickname for? Trigonometry. Trigonometry. (laughs) All right. Um, Alice Wu, the film director and screenwriter, um, she, she is like, a she's a boomer. So like that might be part of this. Like she's older than us. She's not a millennial. Um, she, uh, had another like, um, film festy film, Saving Face, both of her films. I wouldn't call that film festy. Oh! It's turned into like a cult. Cult, cult film. Not cult film. It's turned into like a huge sort of. Uh, favorite favorite among among um Taiwanese American community and LGBTQ community yeah. um she has in she she used to be a woman in STEM she um she was originally a software engineer um for Microsoft in Seattle and then was like no and became a filmmaker which I really like <laughs> um but she she has a huge impact because she is just really had great Asian representation in the film industry so far and um people like Lana Condor from To All the Boys and Aquafina um have talked about her being inspiring to them. Um and both of her films are loosely based on her own life. The half of it is loosely based on her own teenage bond with an unexpected friend. And that's all she would say. Hmm. <laughs> okay, <Jane>. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> are they living together, these friends, still as friends? Oh, oh my god. Uh, I also um I read up a bit on our our main actors actresses Leah Lewis and Alexis Lemire because I hadn't done that the first time. Um, they're young. They're like twenty four, twenty five. Um, Leah Leah was born in Shanghai and then moved to L A. and was also a singer. Like auditioned for The Voice in twenty thirteen and like the chair not enough of the chairs like turned around <laughs> you know what i'm saying like what does oh, that yeah. mean in the voice does that, that mean show. you just go home <laughs> you're like the chairs <laughs> no they i don't they were broken i'm an american i'm an american idol child i'm not a i'm not a the voice child you just they they the judges have to vote for you by turning their chair around and i i for, i don't know exactly what you you need maybe well, at I least think you one. need two of three, like maybe, vote, or if it's like, yeah, it's like a you because there's oh. also an element of like I gotta beat you to the punch to claim this voice if we really like this. So claim then, the voice. Well, aren't there teams? Yeah, I don't. Each I, celebrity <laughs> form. Okay, each celebrity <laughs> forms sort of a herd of <laughs> singers behind them, and they coach them. I actually oh. one of someone I went to high school with went on there and no chairs. Oh, Did you know Leah Lewis from the half of it? I don't know. I don't really. Okay. I don't know. Um, wait, that's really just, sad. So then, like, if they don't turn around, you just like see the backs of their chairs, and they're like goodbye, yeah. and then you, you leave. just stand there, and then when you're done, Ooh. I think you might have to sing out your entire song, and then all of the chairs. By the way, haven't seen the show in seven years, so whatever. But all of the chairs rotate at the same time, and it's just you know Christina Aguilera kind of looking at you like, yikes. Sorry. <laughs> yikes. Um. Alexis Lemire, <laughs> spelled with two X's, 
um, is from New Hampshire. She's from oh. Londonderry, New Hampshire, which I thought was oh, kind of nuts. random. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing I found about her is that actually these two actresses like met up again recently for her birthday and they're on Instagram together. And the caption Cute. is like, dang, Astra back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> which Aww. I thought I thought was cute. It's nice that they're friends. Um, I mean, popping off because she's now currently in the CW show. Yes. So Leah Leah now has made it, um, and she is in the CW show. That um, there's another actor in it that I that is loosely in our in our universe. <laughs> Jane, I'll I'll look it up later. Um, but she she is in Nancy Drew now. The CW oh. Nancy Drew. Yeah. Um. She plays uh, Georgia Fan, which was based on a male character in the book, George Fan, and they were like, "No, no, no Georgia's a girl in the book." Oh, never mind. Okay, sorry, I, I did, <laughs> wow. I did read Nancy Drew. <laughs> never mind. Um, this is really awkward now. <laughs> what a smackdown! Um, but something Jane that we had talked about the first time we watched this is that they tried really hard to make Leah look ugly in this movie and then you go to her Instagram and you're like she's so gorgeous <laughs> like I, I did notice that they just I feel like, like try they do, really hard yeah I feel like they do such a better job with making her look like a closeted Young. lesbian than the lesbian in the prom oh, <laughs> oh my god, god. I, I don't want to deck out I don't want to talk about that movie <laughs> just like the the hat and the tie and the everything like this <sighs> this girl looks like herself that's how yes. I felt she looks like a real human being I, I I agree with that, and there's like a lot of cute like light touches that I think contribute to that. Should we jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Ellie, a Chinese American teen, is a smart loner living in a middle of nowhere religious Pacific Northwest town. She makes money writing papers for other students and is secretly crushing on a popular girl named Aster, who is dating rich kid Trig. Ellie's widowed father works at the train station and loves classic movies. Ellie's teacher encourages her to apply to college far away, but she is a full ride to a local school and doesn't want to leave her father. Simple, friendly football player Paul asks <laughs> Ellie to write a love letter from him to Aster. Ellie at first says no, but changes her mind when she learns that her electricity will soon be shut off. She starts up a relationship with Aster as Paul over letters and texts, where she learns that Aster struggles with the expectations placed on her and gave up painting. <laughs> I don't have anything substantial as like a person who consumes or is attempting to make film, but I do have that if Trig and Aster were to be together or get married, they'd be Trigaster, which just rhymes with disaster. <laughs> and that just feels like a bad move. You know how people get married for the portmanteaus? Oh, um, yeah. Wait, can I tell you my, my couple name? Yes. Yes. Okay. My partner's <laughs> name is Walter. My name is Jane. Although... We are not necessarily straight people. We are in a straight relationship. So we are the straight of Jane Walter. Like the straight of Gibraltar. <laughs> Sagan is staring at me like I am the biggest idiot in the entire <laughs> world. I've never heard that. And I'm really happy you said that on the pod. <laughs> wow. Still no comment. I'm sorry. You know it. Again, you know it rocks because you have to like explain. The of Jane Walter. Yep. The one yes. straight. Well, it's 
Okay, it's <laughs> like the Strait of Gibraltar, which is, which is I'm looking straight. it up, Strait yeah, of true. Gibraltar, no, I, which, okay. which is some sort of, I want to say a waterway. Yes. No, I think yes. we know. Yeah, no, no we, we know. Yeah. The question is okay. not. <laughs> um, I also forgot to say about Leo <sighs> Lewis. Um, she's dating someone whose last name is also Lewis by coincidence. That's which convenient. I think, which I always think, yeah, I always think it's convenient and also like. When when they were like starting to date, did people say like, "Oh wow, like if you got married, you wouldn't even." Have I to dated your name. a guy named Freddie Chen in in kindergarten exactly <gasps> for that reason. <laughs> thinking you ahead, very forward thinking. I was like, thinking ahead. I wouldn't have to change my name. And then you're like, "Sorry, Freddie, I want to do lots of activities and also." And then sexual do you want to know? And then I married a boy named Anaconda like a week later. <laughs> Is that like naming your child poly. Trig? Is there like a real name or is that the, their birth wow. name? Anaconda. Hold on. I didn't realize. <gasps> wow, it started all the way in kindergarten. Sorry, I'm losing my mind. I did not realize this until I just said it out loud. And I'm, oh my God, I've always been Polly. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't. Um, I had a question. Do we think, do we believe the bullies at the school when they're like chugga yes. chugga choo choo? Because. Oh, sorry. I I wrote sorry, no. I resonate so hard with that shit. Oh, do tell. Well, just like getting made fun Explain. of for your Asian last name or middle name or whatever. Yes. Well, I was gonna say I think yes, people would do that, but it wouldn't be specifically the phrase "chugga chugga choo choo." Hmm. Why not? My the the reason why I hesitated is because all of these people rely on her to do their work. And so I just had a question about the aspect of bullying versus heavily relying on her to to do their work. Oh, mine was more like, I specifically think that maybe Alice Wu, like, pulled her punch and, like, people would actually say something way more, like, racist or, like, like, even more insensitive. And, like, chugga chugga choo choo is almost, like, a little too cute for me and, like, not... I mean, like, yeah, I I don't know... Dad just, works at the yes, train. and then Nate was like, "Well, her dad like it's a train town, and then her dad so that, but then it's like a little too like neat and like tied up in a bow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But they would just they would yeah maybe Isa, they, they would just be more racist. I'm Isa, very cynical about it. Be more racist about <laughs> Ellie Chu's last name right now. Do it. Go. <laughs> no, okay, okay. On. Maybe maybe the maybe the the experience I'm drawing on is that one time, um, when I was in a. Let's say I was in a graduation situation and uh, it was the part of reading the roster of people graduating that had a lot of similar sounding Asian last names or the same Asian last name. And the white people sitting near me were like really laughing about it and being like, mm. ha ha ha, there are like 11 of them or something like that. And just like saying worse shit than chugga chugga choo choo. And so I was like, they wouldn't even be creative enough. They would just be mean. Here's my take on it. Here's what I would say if I was a bully. I'd say, hey, Ellie Chu, a uh, nice last name. <laughs> Didn't Did we Got not her. learn from straight of Jane Walter not to let <laughs> not to let Jane be generative with uh, <laughs> things? <laughs> Are you suggesting I shouldn't be speaking? Maybe <laughs> no, I met Jane 20 minutes ago. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of good energy here. What do we think? What do we think about Aster? Can we talk about Aster? Absolutely. Another name that, that I would like to explain. 
to me. Um, she is a book girl. So she I do think she's an interesting take on like the popular girl because she she's also a book girl. Um we see Art her girl. reading. So Art, she can Art she girl. is she's literate. That's fun. Painting girl. I thought she was popular. All those blonde women wanted to make her wear a scarf. Blonde women. Yeah, she I think she's like sort of she got like s- swept up into the popularity. Mm. Um, cause she was like, when pe- when you're pretty, people yeah. just like like you, which like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I also felt that was a little bit like, like a like an older person trying to write about a teen high school. But um, what I was just gonna say is that I think she's beautiful, and I think like when I look at her, I'm like, damn, I wish I looked like that. <laughs> was there anyone That's in all. your high school who looked like that? Um, I think yeah, I I can think of people. Who are like that put together though? There's a yeah. She also is very um with the times that she has the Instagram center part and like perfect like waves and like she is sort of like very influencer type makeup that it's like no makeup and then the lips are like perfectly tinted. Right. So no, because it's she is like very specifically a 2020 attractive person. I feel. I will say that hair is never realistic in movies. Like I've never like. I mean, you both can see what my hair looks like right now. This is what my hair always looks like, which is to say terrible. Um, I think you have good hair. I don't have good hair. I My Walter of the Straight of Jane Walter has been cutting my hair Jesus every few God, weeks whoa. during the pandemic. I tried to cut my bangs and Wait, mostly... You- Mostly it worked, but but there's all these chunks on the side that are growing out, and I'm embarrassed to go get it professionally cut because they're going to be like, they're, what happened here? All of this is to say that my hair has never looked like people's hair on TV, ever. I can't believe you didn't ask me to cut your hair. <laughs> because I just don't care, clearly. Do you anyway. cut hair, Issa? <laughs> I, was cutting, I was cutting Nate's hair all through the pandemic, but also just, I just like... I, I did trim my own. I got I fell down into a rabbit hole of watching like YouTube videos of like women being like, here are some ways to cut your own hair. It's not a um, side. It's it's not a so side bought, gig. This isn't no 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 no. This isn't, no, 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 no. This isn't like, a for her. What? This is like I want to get better at it, and so I'm like experimenting on my friends. Great. Um, I mean, not to call you. <laughs> you have cool hair. I should say. Um, Sagan always so has good hair. Usually this is and a occasion- really nice fade, but it's it's too long right now. But, um, yeah. Well, you also have just very thick, beautiful hair. I always, yeah. like, look at Sagan's Insta stories <laughs> and I'm like, wow! I'm jealous. Sagan has such a great look today and I look like this. Um, Speaking of people with great looks, um, I think Ellie's dad is is hot. And that's something that I do. Sorry? Oh, he's definitely jacked over there, right? He's so he's so handsome. Oh my god, what a handsome, handsome man! Okay, Issa. I I would no. I was not on the wavelength. No, but okay, I, I'm really whatever. excited. I guess I'll have to watch a third time. <laughs> I mean, we, um, we do I lo- know that man fucks, considering <laughs> there's a child involved. Yeah, <laughs> at least once. Happen. Yeah, that man fucked. <laughs> Speaking of Ellie's dad, my other question was, what are some movies you've watched as comfort movies with a dad or parent? Excuse me? What are comfort movies? Like comfort food. Like comfort food. Like, you're just that like... That dads? What? Why are... Bo- 
<laughs> no, like with your, with your, oh, with your, oh, you and, oh, oh that's why. The same thing. Sorry, with your dad, as in both of your. I was on the like, couch. a lot okay, of them have dads. Dad. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I have a Everyone's go-to answer. Got a dad. I have okay, a go-to Jamie. answer for this, which is my ultimate comfort show, but actually the show that I watch when I'm depressed. Like I, like when I watch a show, I'm like, you have to kind of like take stock of what's happening here is Star Trek The Next Generation. And the reason why I'm so attached to that show is because I would watch it with my father, the reruns that were on Spike TV, TV for men. And after we finished the episode, he would go downstairs and then I would watch the show Blind Date, which is a show about um, adults going on blind dates and sometimes making out and saying sexual stuff. And I was like eight and I would watch that. Hell yeah. That is a good story. What a good routine. Should we leave it at that good story or should I give a really awkward, terrible one? No, you should give one. You well, should give one. Well, it's not fun, but... I have like a neutral okay, one great. at the end um, to top it off. Okay. I did not, I mean, did not have a super, uh, I mean, oh God, wow, whoops. Um, the one thing that I do remember watching with my father is that we, we did go to... Memorials of a Geisha, mind you, I grew up in like Oklahoma. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It was very very (laughs) exciting to my father that there was like Asian anything happening. Yeah, it wasn't the best movie (laughs) to consume with your eyeballs on a large screen (laughs) in the dark with your father. Um, what you don't want to marry someone your dad's age, age uh, who was your patron? Yeah. So <laughs> that doesn't actually answer your. I did not find it comforting in any way, so I probably. I do think it's still it's still an evocative memory, and I do remember when Memoirs of a Geisha came out, and like we all went to watch it, and we were like, "Wait we a were second, very young." <laughs> we were so young, and it is. I think. I don't think it is it PG thirteen. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. No. It's not R rated. Oh, it. Oh yeah, because you were younger, so it's not even PG thirteen. I read the book, but I haven't seen the movie. I read the book for high school. I mean, there are some very like I really like um the main actress Zi Zhang. Like she's, mean, she's awesome, a legend. but like she's um, incredible and so beautiful. But like, and she's so good in it. But the book is just fucked up. <laughs> She just marries someone really old. That movie um, cannot have been PG thirteen. But like, why was I able to watch it? To go inside with and who? watch it. Anyway, speaking of speaking of, sorry, I'm real. I'm like <laughs> like friends, like friends, like other oh. people. But it might have made it to the Philippines a little later. No, but not like years later. Uh, my neutral story is that my dad really loved Back to the Future movies. And so I've watched them a lot of times. Uh, he also really likes, he likes franchises. He likes the Mission Impossible movies. He, things about Tom Cruise make him laugh that like aren't funny. Laugh? Like just like the way he runs. Just like the way he runs and stuff. And when he has like intense face. In Movie the running is and, very like, different intense. from real running. Yes, and Tom Cruise running specifically is very. <laughs> he really, he a really run, goes for a it. different type of run. Speaking yeah. of running, what do we think mm. about Daniel Dimer? Dimer running. Wow, is that Paul? Yes. 
I really Simple, like Paul. Friendly I think it's football player Paul. <laughs> Hell I, yeah. I think also he's sort of a nice change from the typical football player and he he's not in, intellectual, but I I like that that's not like he he's not a worse person for for not being an intellectual. He's just a different person. He has other skills. He's a yeah. creative cook and he's earnest and insecure and sweet and he's just very very likable he's he's not he's never mean-hearted he is just lovely he's just a lovely character yeah he has character growth without ever being smarter (laughs) like yeah yeah he doesn't he doesn't get smarter but he does get to have like a little arc i also like him um and like think that this movie also does well with accurate football representation. Which All right. I've been pissed about before. You mean like the actual gameplay? Um, no, like just things like details, like oh, like what position he plays, and that like the running was like something he was bad at and then he got better and then that helped him in his game and also he has to go to practice all the time. I don't like it when movies are like, this is the star quarterback and then they never go to practice. Oh. <laughs> Sagan like truly is like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like why am, bones to pick. why am I here? <laughs> what do we think of um Trig? Eh, I truly I, I didn't think get eh, a also. big impression. I didn't get a he, he didn't stay with me very much and it just it's so clearly that it's so clear that Aster is not interested in him and that that relationship is not genuine or healthy or or made to last that it 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 almost doesn't fit in with the movie because it's about real relation I don't know what do you he think see, he seems like way more caricaturish than everyone else yes. and like that was but also, I think it was like a little bit of comic relief. Like when he mm. drives up in one of the early dating scenes, when he drives up and he's like, hi, taco time. I was like, aw. And when he does his rock performance at the talent show later, and everyone oh, yes. truly I actually, absolutely flips I do like out. Loses that's, it. that's funny. Loses yeah. it. Um, yeah. We should move on because yeah. he's not that oh. notable. And also, we've spent like half the episode at this point. Oops. All right. Wait. Paul ends up asking Sarah Aster. Palin's- kid slash grand what was the drama there i forget now but was also named trig right what there was a descendant of like sarah trigger Palin. oh Uh-oh. no <laughs> that was trig, that's not a fact i don't know trig paxson van palin yes. no just trig sorry that just happened to my brain i didn't want it to <laughs> who is sarah palin's son trig Oh, so it is Sarah Aww, Palin's? They got COVID. They got what COVID. What is this one? <laughs> Sorry. They got COVID. Okay. Okay. His name's Trig. Okay, like, like that's, there's no longer name is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. We can move on. Okay. <clears throat> Paul ends up asking Aster on an in-person date, but obviously it doesn't go great because Paul is a sweet dum-dum. Ellie sees this as the end of her involvement, but then Paul stands up for her when she is bullied. Ellie decides to teach Paul about art literature and conversing. He shares his interest in making different types of sausages than his family's recipes, and we learn that Ellie's dad has a PhD in engineering from China, but never got promoted because of his accent. Meanwhile, it's clear that Ellie is in love with Aster, but Paul's oblivious. He goes on an awkward second date with Aster, and Ellie, watching from her car, saves the day by texting Aster as Paul. Suddenly, Paul announces his feelings for Aster, and Ellie leaves. Oh, God. I forget how the structure of this movie is like. 
kind of I thought you watched stretchy. it um maybe 40 minutes I, ago. It was quite literally. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> L- literally at 9:20, I was like, "Oh, I had 30 minutes left of the movie." Because specifically I remember at 30 minutes left of the movie, I was like, "Oh yeah, the structure of this movie is kind of funky." What's mm. funky about it? It doesn't feel balanced to me in that I'm like not entirely sure if it's even like too long or not long enough, but it just felt the ending felt rushed, but not in a way like not in a way that I've ever seen before. Like the it, the ending was still mm-hmm. satisfying in a lot of ways, but I was also like I think the middle of it was funky to me. The middle of it was strangely mm-hmm. dragged out. I think. Hmm. I almost felt like when I was at this point in the movie, actually, I was like, this could be a show. Like, it seems like we're really enjoying just like hanging out with these characters. And then it sort of felt like, oh, shit, now we're going to end the movie. And Mm. I think I think it's because it is nice to like sink into like the characters and like this very specific setting of like Pacific Northwest train town. Mm The, that's the noble thing about this notable thing about the town is the train like they just have the train scenes a lot which i actually really like yeah <laughs> not enough trains in teen they movies nice. i also just like this movie wasn't shot like a teen movie in that like i really enjoyed yes. a lot of the framing and a lot of the yeah i found myself really trying to pay attention to like when alice wuchas of the camera move or when she just was like nope we're just gonna sit here and that never became boring to me. And I think, yeah, like yeah. Prob- that's probably, you know, a testament to the acting. Um, but I just, I really enjoyed the framing a lot of the time. And I think the, the setting, like, lent itself to being very gorgeously framed a lot of the time. Yeah, this movie is far beyond most of the stuff we watch. It's more in the <laughs> spectacular now type and I hate to say real movie because all of the movies we watch are real and, and you can you can like any movie you want. I fully support you. But in terms of the quality of the acting and the writing and the filming, this is way, way beyond. I was yeah. wondering um, what level of ethical or unethical is what Ellie is doing? Is? Wait. Um, because we watch Sierra Burgess is a loser and did not have an episode on it and we were really (laughs) unhappy with what went on in that movie so what do we think what do we think yeah what i found refreshing honestly was that the um the confrontation and the realization of the of the dupe came so late that there was not a chance for the sort of very cliche like what i can't believe you did this and then the person having done the thing like basically gaslighting to be defensive about it and be like no like you know then there's like the sad part where everyone's sad and then there's like the but in the end everyone forget yeah like that i'm glad that that wasn't the 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 structure of like the i guess third 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 of the movie yeah Yeah, and it's like you know interesting because i think they've kind of told us because ellie writes papers for people that she's like not like you know like an angelic morally upstanding whatever whatever she's like Mm. gonna do what she kind of wants or whatever to get what she 
once. That was oh wow. Cut yeah, that. I I love it because she is like a romantic, and like the movie starts with her like you know saying poetic stuff about what love is, and then you like find out it's because she's like writing forgery papers for other people. Like I I like love that detail, and also it it just quickly tells you what kind of person she is. That like there's a part of her that's really practical, and there's a part of her that like wants to like be dreamy and like that is like introduced right away and it's it's great it's like really and i really love that like that came from like they made sure to be like her parents had a really awesome relationship that was modeled yes. for her yeah. very early at a traumatic end obviously um but that that was like modeled for her and that she has seen you know i think that's i don't know in most teen movies isn't like the kid goes home and it's like trouble at home or whatever right yeah no i mean just just being able to trace that is a really good point i didn't even think thought about that but jane remember the the movie um sun is also a star where we were talking about like her outlook on love doesn't match what like her parents were like because like it disproves everything she believes in and this is like the opposite of that where it actually makes sense yeah my favorite Um, relationship in this movie is ellie's dad and ellie and actually ellie's dad and paul Basically, Ellie's dad is my Ugh. favorite favorite character. And yeah, but what also, I think, I think you want to like. That's not very him. gay of you. <laughs> I just, <laughs> well, that's because I have some issues with the with the queer romance, which we can talk about later. Um, I connected most with yeah. I'm 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 actually against it. Oh, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I felt most connected, and I felt those relationships felt the realest, and and they also felt kind of transcendent from the other stuff we've seen about parents and children and and yeah. Ellie's father they have this really strong empathy towards each other but a lack of understanding which i think is true in so many parent child relationships that are that yeah. are good where you just don't you only know a part of the person and it's special it's special guys it's good um, yeah it's good totally um, random was there yogurt there was quick yogurt in this movie are you talking right? about Yakult? Is that a, is that a, is there, do Asian people just <gasps> always be drinking yogurt? Jane, you've wow. never had Yakult? Because in, into all the boys, there also is yo- yogurt. Jane, I, I, I feel yogurt. like a terrible, I feel like a terrible Asian friend to you for not, for not I feel like you and Walt would to- fucking love Yakult. You would love getting I do that love probiotics, yogurt, but it's not so. It's not yogurt. It's a little more probiotics. Yeah, right? it's like thinner. It's like cultured. It's like cultured yogurt that it feels a little more like a milk drink. I we would love say. fermented in this household. Yes, yes, yes. we love true. fermented this, dairy. That's why. Zoom that's why household. I can't. Wow, I feel so terrible. Jesus. You please don't. You you. I'm gonna uh, ship you've brought you some. me so many wonderful aspects um, of Asianness <laughs> that I'm so grateful for. Actually, can you get me um, they another do eyeliner? Sort of, mm, they, do, <laughs> they do sort of just like slip that in really quickly um, and then it's gone. The but I, I, I do think that, it's yeah, but gone. I do think that because because we saw it into all the boys, it, it does prime you to be like, okay, this movie's doing the same thing. But it it, it is cute. The oh, no, no, you're right. It's not gone because she's like, incredible. the callback with the yeah. vending machine is wild. But I also yeah, want yeah. to say, okay, oh. I. Well, this is like no, slightly off topic, but since we were talking about how we all want to fuck Ellie's dad, um, I think what- <laughs> two of the three, two of the three, two of the three people in this. Movie. I think what was um, I don't know how I feel about this really, but uh, I'm just gonna talk out loud now and take up space. 
Yeah. Um, but I think there was like weirdly uh, a lack of toxic masculinity in this movie, which mm. which I think is both good and bad. Good in that like who wants to see it, and bad in that like it's also unrealistic. Uh, I think that there's just yeah. Like, she not sort of. Any. She sort of pulled her punch on Trig, too, because Trig could have been, like, a way worse person, but he was just, like, kind of funny and dopey. And he, he was kind of a soft boy. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, no, I agree. Now that you're saying that, yeah, like, her, that, that issue, that issue doesn't come up with her dad at all. And also, like, they, they don't at all. That's the other thing about this movie is that you sort of get the hints and the setting that this is a conservative religious town, mm-hmm. but how that interacts with this character's like sexuality is like totally delayed until sort of the Serrano de Bergerac plot is done. And so like, thankfully it is not like immediately like, Oh shit, like I'm going to hell. And like, that's the central conflict because that would be boring. Totally. agree. Um, but also they kind of run out of time to, for that, for that conversation at all to ever come up with her dad which i'm sure is like a choice um and i'm sure that's part of her like leaving to go like figure it out um but yeah that's i i wanted to ask you both what did you order on your first date at a restaurant Ooh, i'll answer because i have this on the on on mind i went to chipotle and i got a burrito and we were both so nervous that we we both couldn't finish our burritos and I'm fully someone who would finish a burrito. You know what I mean? I would feel I yeah, I would feel nervous too and I would feel like I could really eat a lot of chipotle and I would be like I'm going to calculate how much I'm going to eat on this date. Wow, I really mm. at that chipotle. age. <laughs> Sagan, do you have one? I don't really know what my first date would ha- have been with you can anyone. pick you can kindergarten and yeah. designate that yeah with kindergarten anyone. because Eating I'm like sand a in the terrible sandbox. serial friend dater so like my mm. relationships have always sort of mm. Been, mm, that's not true there is one relationship that I was in that was like sort of at least started in a much more conventional way which is like being introduced by a, a mutual person and then like meeting up at a thing um and I'm sure she would be really excited to mention, firstly, uh, that I was 45 minutes late to this date. Uh, oh <laughs> and we had to go... At a restaurant? No. Uh, no. So, at yeah. And then we didn't end up going oh, to God. the bar because I guess we couldn't get in. And then we went to a different place and we just had rosé, I think. And then... Why am I... T- <laughs> um... <laughs> Rosé is a good first date, first meal, drink, drink order. I do think like, I do think like drink orders. I do think like when I'm at a bar with someone I don't know very well, I feel like, what should I order to be cool, but not too cool? I do. I do like get into that spiral. (laughs) Um, I'm in an aggressive friend making mode right now. And I like went out to like um, go on a first friend date with a friend. And I was like. Oh shit! Like, where should we go? You mean like you hadn't met? What will signal before? that I am cool enough? Yeah, I had, I had, um, I had met them uh, through this podcast, and we, um, 
we were like, we should hang out. And then I was like, shit, what should I suggest we do to actually go from guesting on podcasts to being friends? You know friends? what you have to do to make friends is you chase them on their bike and you yell, hey, <laughs> and then you grab the the basket on the back of their bike and literally just <laughs> yank them off the bike. That was um, aggressive. On that his was part. so aggressive. I had on a his question. Part. I was like, <laughs> that was. He's also way larger than her, know, so it what is a scary. bumbly little dude, big dude. I had a question. Um, there's a scene in this section. We we have to move on, but there's a scene where they they spy on Aster and they like write down activities that she does and like likes and dislikes on a whiteboard. And my question is, um, if that if someone was doing that to you and spying on you in high school, like what would it have? Been, what would have no. been on that board? Oh, oh, no. oh I was no, also an activity no, person. No, no. <laughs> so they they just would have had a long list of every club that I'd been in. Yeah, every extra. And it would be like these are the clubs she actually cares about and does. These are the clubs mm. that she like showed up to one meeting because she felt she felt pressured she had to, and and yeah, it would just be a list of freaking clubs. Um, little bit of sex, little bit of orchestra. (laughs) What did you play? I was the concert fucking master, bitch. I don't know why that came. I think I have latent feelings there. No, you have every you have every right to speak that way to me about that. That's fine. Like that's fine. That's a great answer. Carnegie Hall um, my freshman year and oh played my at Carnegie God. Hall. And it was my I have also sang at Carnegie really? Hall with a with a Jewish choir. Incredible. Yeah. I'm not talented in I'm not talented in any way, but I do think it's fun to be to to bring that up. Wait a second. Saying. So you were in a Jewish choir and a Christian church <gasps> choir? Yes. Bisexual. Simultaneously or no? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yes. I don't I don't have a great answer to this question too. I wanted to see if either of you would have better answers than me, but mine is also just extracurriculars. I just, and horse. I just, horse. Yeah, it would just be like horse-related activities. And horse. It would just be like, she goes to the barn all the time. It's really hot. Um, Sorry, temperature-wise, I am I was not hot at all. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, okay. The next day, Paul tells Ellie that he and Aster kissed and that a local food critic wants to try his sausages, wink, wink, at the mandatory senior <laughs> talent show. The piano is broken, so Ellie plays the guitar and sings instead, impressing her classmates. Paul and Ellie go to a party, but Ellie voms, so Paul brings her back to his house to sleep. He ends up seeing letters in her bag addressed to food critics. Aster runs into Ellie at Paul's house, and they go to a hot spring, where Aster talks about how marrying Trig is the safe option, while her feelings for Paul are unsafe. Later, Ellie watches her from the window as Paul and Aster kiss. She decides to apply to the faraway college. Soon after, Paul tries to kiss Ellie. What? Who he has feelings for. Aster sees this, and Ellie protests. Paul finally realizes what's happening and says it's a sin. Everyone is sad. I'm going to go ahead and jump right in with something that's also just not the point. Um, If Paul went in and tried to kiss Ellie so soon after he just dumped some Yakult in her mouth, that's probably not the most pleasant. (laughs) Like, creamy. I didn't, yeah. (laughs) 
I didn't love the occult, the the like dumping the occult scene. Also, oh, I, was I liked like, it. I don't know if I would ask my friend to do that. Squirt in oh, my you mouth. Liked- you oh, wouldn't God. ask your friend to squirt in your mouth. <laughs> okay, here's my biggest problem with this movie. Oh, and I'm okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up, and it it's through to through the end. I didn't connect with Aster and Ellie because I don't buy their chemistry, and I don't think things are sexy enough between them. And I don't think it's not about. Okay, sorry. But the thing is, sex is important, and I feel like there should have been more tension. I think there's a they they give us a tiny bit of it at the at that scene where they go to the hot spring. Like where are I, they? See, it wasn't enough for me. It it, it wasn't. Are they in- the hot springs, like they, they should have, and I think it could have been easily amended with, with some, maybe you know she's sort of like pulling on Ellie's clothing because she's wearing too much clothing in the springs. Like there should have been a moment afterwards where they're like, oh, like this isn't just friends touching each other. Like yeah. these are people who are attracted to, to, attracted to each other, touching each other, and there's that moment of like connection or, or or like discomfort or like oh we crossed the line or something it's making a lot of faces because this this i was i feel like oh sorry let me just start over okay i feel like we knew from the very beginning of this movie that this queer relationship was not going to happen yeah she ellie yeah. tells us that so then i feel like because it's not I don't ever, I don't think, I don't consider that relationship to ever have been reciprocated on Aster's part. Even, Even at, at the, the end, end when she, she like, says, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe. No, we, really? uh, we'll talk about it well, later. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Oh, oh, we're See, going in. Okay, great. We're fighting. Yeah. We're, we're fighting now, though. So well, I just think that, okay. like, that was so, that made so much sense to me, and it just seemed really one-sided to me, and that's what I thought I was, like, looking at. Oh, I see. Okay, I I appreciate that. I, I saw it didn't as like get there. I saw it as somebody who like also grew up. I grew up in a very religious family and didn't and like pushed sexual feelings way down for a long time and only in the form of reading erotic fan fiction. Um, that I thought it was more like Ellie, um, just like hasn't dated at all and hasn't doesn't really feel connected to her classmates at all that to her like the entire connection was just this like meeting of like two book girls and like both of them being able to have like instagram dreamy thoughts um and like that was where it was coming from for her this like dreamy like soulmate type um Mm -hmm. longing and she didn't even like want to like go there yet with like i'm also i don't i think this whole movie is desexualized too much like the entire movie i mean okay the whole movie isn't very sexy so i will say that it's not like like paul isn't coming from a very sexual place so i Mm. so you know i in some ways that's fair but i think it all should i think there should be more sexiness i actually disagree with the thing about the book girls because like she was um she was staring at aster way before she ever ran into aster in the Mm. hallway i also thought yeah, they like, both yeah. are into Aster just for how she looks at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, you're right. Which is sexual, folks. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we were in like um, a band practice and we didn't have anything about blowing. Am I right, ladies? 
Okay, I had a quick question, which is what would you do for your, your senior talent show? This is a I mandatory question. Senior talent show. Stupid detail that it was mandatory. And I loved that yeah, they were like... Yeah, because Ellie would never do it otherwise. True, but I also love that, like, even within the script, they were like, no, this is a funny joke. Say it again. Say it again. Because they said it, like, a couple yeah, of yeah, times. Yeah. And then the visual, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. where the sign-up sheet was like, this is mandatory for seniors. And I was like, oh, my God. They really yes. love this joke. I was, um, I was like, an award-winning pianist and violin player. <gasps> that rocks but i don't but th- i don't know rocks. if there was joy in but it what would you have chosen what would you have chosen oh i didn't do any choosing in my life until after i moved <laughs> away for college i'm not gonna lie to you but, but for your mandatory talent show for your classmates you gotta choose one i mean it, it would have been a duet with the person that i was secretly We left a gasp that on this show. That was a hilarious and perfect little gasp. Jane, do you have an incredible. answer? You know what that gasp reminded me of a bit? Brittany Bronsky, the kombucha girl. <laughs> do you know what? You know? Do you know her? Yes. The one who drinks kombucha and is like, well, ah, yes, <gasps> actually, yeah. uh, yes. Oh, whatever. It's a compliment. Is this um, Thanks. She's she's a, she, yeah she's on TikTok. And now YouTube. Anyway. What's your answer? Shit. Unfortunately, it probably would be singing. And, and why I'm saying that's sad is because I, I'm only okay at singing. But like, I what else good can at you... singing. But, but I have done some singing in high school and it was embarrassing and bad and stressful. So, unfortunately. You're good at singing. I don't believe you. Um, I, I do have like a senior, not talent show, but school assembly story for this which is that uh, are the school assemblies at the end of the year at the end of the year we could just um seniors could like perform and i think juniors could also perform and just like the last assembly of each school year would be just like fun uh fun quote unquote um and so i had a friend um that i sang with in choir and then my other friend was like a really good dancer and we were like we should do a song where like isa and marian are singing and Cynthia and Karina like do a dance thing to it which like sa- like sounds like something you want to do as the person performing it but it a- doesn't actually work that well <laughs> but um we did um do you know the song that's in the end of Anastasia life is a road and I want to keep going <laughs> I don't think I've seen that movie, that that film. It's um, it it's like an '80s song or an early '90s song, and everyone was like, "This is fine, I guess." <laughs> so wait, you um, actually perform that? Yeah, me and my friend Marion sang it, and then Cynthia and um her other dancer friend Karina would like do modern dance like while we were singing the song and, who and there was like this? a slideshow of all the seniors the the student bo- the high school student Holy body cow. yeah okay it was it was cool and like i think we wanted it to be more like um like emotional than it was <laughs> okay i have some comments on this part of the movie okay first of all i do like the talent show i think that talent show is kind of a ha- potentially hack plot point but i i don't think it's hack i like that ellie's talent is neither terrible or like ungodly or 
um, so amazing that it's like crazy. Like she's she's totally great, and it's a very sweet song. Yeah, um, it doesn't come off as uh, it comes off as just genuine and 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 good. Um, I also really like Paul caring for for Ellie when she's drunk. It's just so well, kind yeah, the party and sweet. Yeah. Um, I do question Paul realizing that he has friends, he has feelings for Ellie, and how quickly that happens when he seems pretty into Aster. Um, but I also get being confused about how you feel when, per, first of all, in general, but also especially when you're in high school and falling in love with everyone is totally a thing that happens. Um, and then one comment I had was they're talking about painting and they're talking about the strokes being bold. And she's like, the stroke off to the side, lonely but hopeful. Oh, yeah. It was slight. <laughs> it was a touch over the top. There are like a, there are like lines that are like that that I'm like, OK. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it didn't work in that moment. Can we talk? Can we talk more about the party? The like one party that he brings her to? I thought it was like kind of realistic and cute that like she gets there and like there's a like fun group of like sort of alt looking also short kids that are like yeah come hang out and drink with us like and I'm also like so short. <laughs> Who's short? Everyone else in this movie, every other main character except Ellie in this movie is like over five ten, five eleven. Aster and like all the boys what? are like very tall. No. Yes. I think they're tall. And I'm like, you need to hang out with other short artsy kids. No, I veto this. <laughs> That's not true. Is it? I didn't notice. I feel like Issa is height sensitive. <laughs> oh, boy. She's um, also neck girth sensitive. I'm not neck girth sensitive. Ellie does have a very gorgeous <laughs> neck. Did you did you know that? That's not true. That? Leah is 5'3 and Alexis is 5'4. Whoa! Oh shit. Why did Aster just feel so tall to me? Science. Short I'm skirts. just projecting. I'm just projecting. Yeah, because she wore in- Instagram and- outfits. Long yeah. jackets. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move on by myself. Yes. When Paul delivers sausage to Ellie's father, he says that Ellie's father doesn't truly see his daughter. In response, Ellie's dad asks if Paul ever loved someone so much he never wanted them to change. Trigg proposes to Aster at a church service, but Ellie and Paul interrupt. Paul essentially voices his support for Ellie, and then she quotes from her letters with Aster, revealing that she had been writing them. Aster slaps Paul and storms out. Ellie's father encourages her to go to the college she wants. Before she leaves, she apologizes to Aster, who is applying to art school. Aster says she maybe knew the truth deep down, and that if things were different, she might have acted on her feelings. Or that's how I interpreted what she said. Ellie kisses her goodbye. Paul sees Ellie off at the train platform and says he will stay in touch with her father. He runs after her train like a scene they watched in a movie. And Ellie cries and laughs. Mess hot mess at the end of this movie no maybe that's 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 a little warm, unkind a warm mess ew yeah like a lukewarm sort of you you could make tea but it's gonna taste like leaf water you know please that didn't make any sense i have like conflicting oh, really? feelings about the church confrontation scenes because i do think it's funny that like each of them stands up and is like no wait i have something to say i have something to say but I yeah, also classic farce. I do think that's funny, yeah. But I also like I this on this rewatch of the movie, I was like, uh, you could have 
had him propose to her in the church. She says yes. And then they all go and have this conversation in private, like outside the church. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I actually don't believe that like everyone like watched this teen like talk about love to the church audience. <laughs> I agree um, that her coming down the stairs quickly and like, like doing making a speech. speech. Yeah, it, it did feel extra, but I, I liked it. You know, it felt. Oh, I didn't think it was extra. I thought it was so realistically mm. awkward that she oh, that was she like has so to high walk. up there yeah. that she was like, oh, I got to get. <laughs> I, I got it. And then the cut, too, was like, it was like, where'd she go? Oh, her voice is up, and now she's. It, I thought yeah, it was everyone like, is like in a, in a really funny way that they were like, "What's going on?" I also just was like, "Why did that proposal suck so much, Trig?" Yeah. yeah, it was almost like too stupid. Like it was literally like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, where he's like, "She's gonna make me an excellent wife" or something, and I was like, "What the yeah, fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's really funny because Nate played Gaston yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Beauty and the Beast that I directed." Whoa! Yeah, isn't that a funny little? And now yep. Issa is making him a very good wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to move on from you. Um, um, I, I will also say, say that I thought the slap was stupid. Slap was stupid. Do you mean like the execution Sorry. was bad or that it shouldn't have even been in there? Do you mean like it looked bad? Are you? Oh, no okay, okay. yes also because i also thought it was like a bad movie slap it like it does it literally slap. looks yeah, like she right. just like gently like turns his face with her with her slender hand <laughs> well just what is the why we have not seen this girl lift a finger <laughs> this whole movie and i understand like slapping in movies is always like oh you know moment or whatever <laughs> First of all, very funny that she, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be funny that like you see her like walking towards Ellie and you're like, oh shit, what's about to happen? And then she just slaps Paul, who's just like kind of on the way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, okay. And then what is it really? I mean, who, why slap Paul? Mm. Because he lied. Yeah, I guess. So did she. So did she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Also, right. what is the slaps? Like, I just, it was just so, I was like, why? Yeah, a slap why is, is there a slap in here at it's all? It's gotta earn, yeah, it's gotta be earned. Can we just, okay, now it's time to discuss the ending, which is um, Ellie, like, coming up and their last conversation before they go to college and Aster, like, somehow crams an application to art school in there. Um I was like, wow, they put a form-fitting shirt on Leah Lewis for the first time, <laughs> revealing that she's an incredibly, incredibly fit person. Yes, she's, like, jacked. That. Oh, yeah. Yes. She's, she's ripped to shreds, yeah. She literally has a four-pack. Like, if you go on Instagram, I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, I feel like it must be more than four. It doesn't matter why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting sucked into, like, our brain patterns. Um, <laughs> I, I really, the first time I watched this movie, I was like, damn, I like that movie up until, like, they sort of like had this to my mind like almost just felt like sloppily written like ending conversation scene i was like a lot about this could have been i don't know i just i don't like i don't like for what it's worth the thought it's not like the thought never crossed my mind like i don't know i I didn't i didn't love it i didn't believe it maybe i didn't believe uh astra's character saying it um but but a lot of people that was sort of some people were complaining i guess on tumblr and shit about this movie being like not not ever having that romance 
come and then like the director had to be like that's the point but I, that, I, is, the that point. is the point like they it doesn't they don't end up together but they still learn a lot about each other but um but I, I do think like maybe this last conversation also just made people like huh <laughs> I so I totally accept that the they aren't gonna have a romance now and maybe will later but realistically won't but what I guess I'm confused about is this kiss I mean it didn't feel I I didn't feel anything from it do we did did Aster want this kiss like what what do we think I felt it was for Ellie it was for it was like you know it was really showing us that there is still that hopeless romantic inside of Ellie I think because this whole thing whatever Aster and Ellie have like processed since the church they've processed by themselves and not by talking to each other and I think whatever like whatever the conclusions were that these two people reached and then they have this conversation that's kind of I thought it was weirdly maybe emotionally mature of both of them it it feels a little bit yeah it doesn't feel like them talking it just feels like the director talking to us but yeah hmm yeah and then that kid I was like ah that's just like a little hopeless romantic like moment that Ellie does end up getting to have before mm. she like goes to Grinnell. Am I allowed to say? Yeah. What? Yes. Grinnell. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I. Th- <laughs> we'll allow that. We'll allow it. Well, you. I didn't know that college, and so I was worried if I said the name of that college, people would be like, "What is that?" Oh, because you had it written oh. and then you skipped over it, and you like rework, and I yeah, was like, it's "Is in this like a copyright Iowa? issue? What's going on?" Yeah. 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 I lived in Iowa. I joke that, like, as an Asian kid, I lived in every single state in this freaking country that I should never have been in. <laughs> I was just, like, a little gay, uh, non-binary Asian kid. I I truly just, like, because... The other thing is, like, because the scene with Paul and Ellie and, like, the train is good to me, like, that, to me, like, that's, like, way better... Like I just I was dissatisfied by her last talk with Aster and I, I I was fine with the kiss but I just think like yeah I I think this movie had trouble like tripping over itself to finish up I I think I liked the ending more than you both did my problem was more what I've already talked about so I won't talk about it again <laughs> and that ultimately affects the ending which is just I didn't feel I didn't feel that heat between Ellie and Aster mm. that I wanted to feel. That in my experience, being in a situation like this one is what I would have felt. Um, I do. I mean, love... I want. I want to kiss Ast. I want to kiss Aster. <laughs> right. I want to see that. Um, I want to see you kissing Aster. No, I did. I was. I do find it really touching, and I. I can always tell that sometimes I'll get emotional writing up the plot outline more than I did the movie. And when I was writing up the ending of this, and her her being on the train and and like watching Paul and crying and laughing and thinking about what Ellie is going to do with her life, which is probably awesome stuff. And she's probably going to be really happy and, and struggle and stuff, but like she is essentially getting out and that really is super touching. And I feel like that's what her father wanted for her is to, to be able to go just do be herself. Yeah, I was gonna say that the, the the scene with the father actually, I like very much teared up. Yes, because it was just so simple and also just so like sort of cult culturally specific to me and like knowing like kind of 
all of the hours of thinking he must have done behind yes. the one line that he actually said yeah right and and just I don't know that's that's that scene just really landed for me Sam. and then he's like all dressed up in the booth yeah at the end he's got a little he's got his button-up shirt you guys really he, like Ellie's dad <laughs> and he and he looks even more fuckable I said that oh said. in the booth um <laughs> should we wrap should we wrap yeah up let's wrap up. <laughs> okay first question Sagan you can go first on these first question okay. is this movie good or bad really we're operating you on can, binaries you can, here no you can you can answer as you will yeah <laughs> I liked it I thought it was good it's Damn. good I think it's way better than a lot of the movies we Absolutely. sadly have to watch. It was like relief on my brain to like watch a movie that didn't make me like sick while watching it. Oh my god. Uh okay, um Sagan, you kind of already answered this, but the second question is, did you like watching this movie? And I and you said yes. I did kind of answer um, that. Yeah. Jane. I I did like it. I didn't like it. This is true for both wa- both watches. I kind of went into this movie being like I'm going to love this movie and there wasn't a I wasn't as fully connected to it as I wanted to be that being said I totally enjoyed watching it yeah I think this watch around I paid more attention to things about the way it was made like Sagan was saying and then I also like was more pissed off by stuff I didn't like so I I just like was more attentive versus like the first time I watched this movie I I sort of thought it was just going to be more Netflix teen garbage and I was like It'll be fine, but it'll just be like a Netflix. Movie. It'll be like to all the boys, um, and it's it's like more than that. And I I, I really liked it. Um, what type of teen is this movie for? Um, I think it should be for any teen. I don't know this. I what you can say that you're allowed to say that because I'm not entirely sure if it's about like it's like i'm I'm interested in the idea that we we didn't watch Ellie question her sexuality at all mm. yeah um and it wasn't like a huge thing but and i i I don't know what that would have done for like a questioning teen, yeah or for me when I was um you know I don't know teen Sagan um Jane? Yeah, I had a very boring answer, which is I think queer teens and deep teens. I I I deep teens. I do think that you know, not this isn't this movie isn't for everyone. It's closer to an artsy movie than a lot of what we watched. Um it's not full artsy, you know. But um of someone uh, you know, you got to have some patience to watch this movie. You're not going to be getting explosions every second it definitely is it reads like a movie for teens that want to go to a liberal arts college like that's definitely like a big part of it is like these girls that like think everyone around them is dumb and like that's that's actually like sometimes it was a little too heavy-handed for me like how dumb everyone else was <laughs> there was sort um, of ladybird <laughs> there was ladybird-esque feelings for yeah me. um so you know it's for teens that want to go to Gr- grinnell grinnell yeah at first, I thought the English teacher was saying Cornell, which is why I got confused. Oh, and we um, never said that the actress who plays her teacher is a superstar, and she's yes. in a million stuff, but I a million stuff. She's in a, a million, million stuff. stuff. Becky um, Ann Baker is she's her She's the mom in Girls, which is an incredible role. Yeah. 
Um, a little underappreciated in this movie. The other thing I was going to say is that this is for like romantic teens because I think mm. like um, not as many rom-coms or romantic teen movies now are about like unrequited love slash like longing type stuff. Because um, like even to all the boys, it's like it it all the movies are about their relationship, their dating, um, which is different from a lot of a lot of this movie which is more about what Longing. happens when they don't get together yeah which i which i like i i am like i was a romantic teen um what are you watching lately sagan that's not this barry oh you seen barry mm-hmm. yeah that's good we're i just big, finished hacks um just finished hacks what else trying to like come up with an interest oh i'm about to start a k-drama called vincenzo which i'm really excited about i was over the pandemic i watched a 50 episode um like chinese uh martial arts wuxia drama that was gay i mean but it was really interesting because it was like super coded gay like it was not actually that sounds really fun gay but it was the most blatant it was really yeah um called the untamed by the way it's on netflix people should watch chinese that sounds really fun yeah i mean it's like hours and hours like wait what is that genre like like what it can you describe that genre oh my god uh, okay the cliff's notes of what it is on wikipedia (laughs) it's like well it's like martial arts but it's also a lot of times there's like magic or like spirits or like whatever but the martial arts is like not realistic it's like literally like people like flying off roofs and these big elaborate sword fight and the costumes are incredible that sounds oh like God, live action anime incredible. and that i would like it Ooh, that's a good way to yeah maybe it, okay, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch this jane what are, jane yeah. what are you watching lately i don't have much to add to the sort of tv shows that i'm keeping up with but i did watch this is 40 last night and i feel like i liked it more than the world liked it like i thought it was Mm. funny and it's definitely self-indulgent and long and kind of meandering but i enjoyed i enjoyed it i think paul rudd is just beautiful he's just so (laughs) good looking um (laughs) what paul rudd wow sagan does not agree (laughs) i do not wait what i've never been on the paul rudd train wait this is 40 is the sequel to knocked up no it's not a sequel it's no okay but it's the same is it the same universe or no it's judd apatow oh okay that's ah. not what it, that's not what a sequel means sorry i'm reading no. i'm reading off of netflix which is wrong that's wrong um aside from cruel summer which jane and i already discussed being about being a grooming, grooming. psa um <laughs> I watched the um, Bo Burnham special and I liked it. Oh, um, I did watch that too. Oh, you did. I, I don't know it. if I like. I don't know if I have anything else to say. Like, I think like people's reactions to it are exactly what I like predicted based on the person. So like, I liked it, but I also like I you know like I am someone who felt depressed in the pandemic. It's I like the internet. Like it, it there's no there's no surprise about why I liked it, and I don't feel like I have anything else to say. Um, I did just want to like give him a hug. <laughs> Like I was like, I think there is also think like further hug. There's like much richer historical context if you know about yes. him and his history with like content creation and the internet. Yes, I think. yes. Um, yeah. And I think you can 
you can you can watch it not knowing anything about him and just being sad in the pandemic and you can watch it like attentive to all those things exactly yeah yeah. because i watched it with a friend who was like a huge fan yes and so we had like kind of differing opinions and then when she started explaining i was like oh yeah this makes yeah, a lot of sense. I do think it's the only pandemic related, directly pandemic related content that hasn't made me want to like rip my eyeballs out of my head. So that's good. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, yes. <laughs> um, Sagan, thank you so much for coming on this journey with us. Yeah, just shot the shit, right? Thank you. It was awesome. Ellie's, the thesis is Ellie's. Oh dad my is god, fuckable. I really did. I had no idea that was coming. Oh. This is a great way to meet you. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I think you guys are like fighting. Um, <laughs> would you like to plug? Would you like to plug anything at this time? I would honestly. I'm not even joking. I would like to plug my Instagram. I just like yeah. love when people follow me and I can like have conversations with them about the stupid shit that I post. Um, at Sagan Chen. Um, but I also wanted to plug this show that I produced uh, and did the v- uh, virtual festival circuit recently, um, virtual because of the 19th COVID. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's called Sideways Smile. And it's basically like the elevator pitch is that it's like broad city, but specifically like Asian American queer, like millennial female lens. And the structure of it is a little kookier than um, Broad City in that it's like loosely based around this like sex sexuality class, I guess, mm. um, that actually exists for people. It's like a week, you know, a weekly class where you just like get together and talk about like topics or whatever. Um, but we like, we really do a lot of spanning of genre that I think is really fun. We like have a get out homage episode about oh, white cool. men and Asian women oh sorry yeah um and then uh like we have a talk show episode where in our alternate universe scarlett johansson is asian and trans (laughs) played by an asian trans actor and like we have like matt damon is played by like all these actors who have tried to play asians who are not asian or whatever we have like actually played by asian actors um and it's just like a show that i'm really proud of it's called sideways smile again and we have a website or you can keep up with it on instagram and we're hoping that it becomes like so if you have any connects to hbo max Hell i would love yeah. to hear it you can just have them dm me on instagram just dm <laughs> i didn't prepare Sagan, that again are there any okay. um are there going to be any in-person screenings of it or just all virtual right now They've been virtual so far. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be back on Dartmouth College campus this summer, but it actually may be sadly probably not. Campus. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh, but you know, follow me on the IG, and oh, yeah. uh, you'll know. Um, Jane, would you like to mention our upcoming movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah, I'm really excited. I actually know nothing about it. I've never seen it, but like I know that I like wanted to, so I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited to like do a fresh watch because we've been rewatching a lot recently. Um, thank you so much, Sagan. I'm really excited that we got to do this, and also that you and Jane like seem to have like developed a very sort of aggressive but also good <laughs> dynamic. Um, we have a rapport. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yes, I will be at the wedding of the straight of <laughs> and I will be the biggest fan. I'll be, I'm rooting for you. Thank that was you. that was under the bleachers our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend and with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at @bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our new Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want added perks at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the bleachers.